Welcome to The Seed Project. It's a podcast that nourishes your heart, mind, and soul. I'm your host, Charlotte Edwards. I believe everyone plants a seed in each other, whether it's a seed of knowledge, inspiration, or impact. I created this podcast so we could have real conversations, create connections, and grow into the best versions of ourselves. Everyone has a story to tell, so let's share ours together to empower, heal, laugh, and learn. Grab a cup of coffee and let's start planting. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. Happy New Year. Have y'all read the classic, The Little Engine That Could? It was one of my favorites growing up. I just remember looking at all the pictures of the toys, dolls, and trains and reading it over and over. I love that little story. Fast forward 30 years later, when my son was in the NICU, I pulled out my old copy that I had back around the 70s and 80s when I was a child, and I used to take it up to the NICU, where I would open up the little porthole to his isolate, and I would read to him daily. Even though he was so tiny in his little isolate, I wanted him to hear that story of the message that strength doesn't always lie in size. It lies in with your spirit. I felt the importance of him hearing that over and over as he was this little warrior fighting, and I knew that he had a warrior spirit inside of him. I continued to read that story for him for several years till he was a toddler, and then I packaged up the book and put it in a box and haven't thought much about it in the last decade or so. Last month, I was caring for a patient, and she'd been in the hospital for several months. Uh, Her parents had gone out for the day, and she was quite irritable. I went in her room to comfort her and looked up on her bookshelf, and there was the little engine that could. So I sat with her and read her the book. And as I was reading the book, I realized that it's not just a beloved children's story, It's really an inspiring, timeless tale that has so many important, valuable lessons for children and adults. For those of you that are not familiar with this story, it was written, I believe, in like the 1930s. And the premise of the story is there is a train that is carrying lots of toys, food and candy for all of the good little boys and girls that live on the other side of the mountain. And then the train breaks down and all the toys are devastated because they won't be able to get to the children in time. And then the clown gets out of the train and says, don't worry, we will figure it out. Several big engines go by the broken down train. Shiny engines, big strong engines, an old engine that's gone over the mountain several times. But they are... pretty much too full of themselves and will not stop and help the toys get across the mountain. And so with disappointment, they keep waiting and hoping that another train will come by. And then the little blue engine comes over and it's a small, tiny train. And the clown runs out and asks the little blue train if he would help them. And of course, he says, I'm not going to leave you. I'll be happy to try and get you across the mountain. And as he goes up in the mountain, he uses his mantra, I think I can, I think I can, with cheering 
from the toys to help get him across the mountain. It's a story of perseverance, it's a story of kindness, and it's a story of positive thinking. So as we embark on 2024, I wanted to share some of the valuable lessons that I took from the little engine that could. Maybe as you set your goal or intention for 2024, these might be useful or helpful to you. The first takeaway really was overcoming doubts and fears. In the book, it addresses that the little engine didn't think he was big enough, didn't think he was capable. He was just doubting his ability to be able to get all the toys up and over the mountain. And so many times when we try something new, all those limiting beliefs and self-doubt, you know, creep up into our minds. I don't care if you're five years old and doing something new or you're in your mid-40s trying something new. We're all kind of programmed that anytime we try to get out of our comfort zone, all these thoughts just start attacking that idea. All our self-doubts, fears, worries, and anxieties come to the forefront. Could I really do it? Am I good enough? What if I don't make it? And it's scary. It's something we've never done before. And so there's a lot of uncertainty within whatever it may be, a new job, a new project, a new exercise goal, even maybe a new relationship, getting back out and and dating. So how can we harness our belief in self? Or how can we create this confidence to even start something? And as with the little engine, he created a mantra. I think I can, I think I can, to help him have that positive mindset that he was going to be able to climb up the mountain. And, you know, it's funny now that I'm saying this with his, I think I can, I think I can going up a mountain. I know in a previous episode, uh, I had talked about myself climbing a mountain. I was in Maine and the only way that I could go see the sunrise on the top of Cadillac Mountain was to climb it in the dark at 3.30 in the morning. I was all by myself. I was definitely not in the best shape of my life. It was pitch black dark. It was freezing cold, but yet I'd always wanted to see the sunrise. The only way I had to get there was to climb the mountain. And there was plenty of times I was parking uh, my car at the bottom and was like, what in the world am I doing? Why am I doing this? But yet I got out and for me, I'm a person of really deep faith. And so my mantra getting up the mountain was, I can do all things with Christ that strengthens me. And so every step, I would say that. Um, And it was also pitch black dark, and I had my little headlamp on. And I would go back and sing the song, This Little Light of Mine. I'm going to let it shine. And I would alternate between the two, climbing the mountain to get to the top to see the sunrise. And, And having that mantra and just saying it to yourself when you are overcome with self-doubt or fear and just pausing and giving yourself a little pep talk, knowing that you can push yourself a lot farther than you think you can to create that mindset to get you over the hump to where you want to go. Maybe you're really excited about a new project, but 
you just can't get past some of this self-doubt. And, you know, another thing that I've done with friends is a strength discovery session where people that are close to you, they can share what they think are your unique strengths and talents. Sometimes it's really hard to say what all your wonderful and unique characteristics are because we are often our own worst critic. And so as you hear it from somebody else, you start seeing in yourself what other people see in you and can create self-love and self-confidence to boost you into whatever new project or intention you have going forward. And another idea that you can do is write down things that you've already accomplished in your life. You can take a moment to reflect. What are some things maybe a year ago, two years ago, 10 years ago that you accomplished, but at the time you were doing it, thought it was one of the hardest things yet you made it through. I think sometimes after we've already accomplished something, we kind of just push it aside or pack it away and keep moving forward. But the challenges and obstacles that you've already overcome are great accomplishments and they should be something that's celebrated. So you could create a brag list. Use these hurdles and these accomplishments that you have achieved in your lifetime so that when something new comes up that's hard or scary, you can look at it and say, hey, I made it through this. I made it through X, Y, and Z. I know I've got this. It may be hard, but I know I can do it. And piggybacking on unbelief itself is is having the positive attitude. And sometimes we don't have a positive attitude. Maybe we have a lot going on in our life, or maybe just the outside world is so negative and we're succumbed to the news of the day. It can be very easy to think about all the things that are going wrong, overwhelming us or the stresses of everyday life. We have to create that. We have to create that positive attitude. And one way is to start with a gratitude journal. And if, even if you're not a writer, you don't necessarily have to write it down. But, you know, thinking of all the things that you are grateful for, um, even in times of chaos and times of, of sorrow, it may just be the simplest thing that you have a roof over your head, that you have your home to go to that you are alive today. And by practicing all the things that we are grateful for, it really helps us focus on the positive aspects of our lives. The third takeaway was perseverance and determination. The little engine had just to keep facing all the different obstacles going up, up the mountain. And the story teaches us not to give up when things are difficult. We could have an obstacle or a difficult task ahead of us. And sometimes we just have to break it down into to smaller goals. And there are going to be setbacks and there's going to be challenges. But if we can reflect on the things that didn't go well, it opens up opportunities for growth. It opens up opportunities to instill resilience. 
whether one of your New Year's goals is one for your physical health, maybe it is to run a 10K or run a marathon, you know, breaking it up into small achievable goals so that you don't get frustrated and you keep moving forward. And then if you fall down, essentially, you know, get back up and try again. It's the fact that we keep getting up and trying and making our way towards that goal. The fourth takeaway that I really liked from the book was teamwork. You know, the little engine receives help from all the toys, the old broken down engine, and it just highlights the importance of teamwork and collaboration. That when we do have a team around us, it can really enhance our chances of overcoming a challenge or achieving our goals. All the toys were cheering on the little engine. It's important to have that teamwork and camaraderie when you are trying something new because anytime you hit a setback, you are going to have all your limiting beliefs all those self-doubts can pop back in your head. And so this is just going to be a cycle over and over. Belief in self, positive attitude, perseverance, teamwork, but you need to have your tribe. You need to have your people that can help you kind of cross that finish line or can help you when you do have a setback and all of these things keep popping back in your head of, can I really do this? Who am I to do this? Goodness gracious, I do this even with the podcast. This is something completely out of my comfort zone. And, you know, each week I'm like, why? Who wants to listen to me? What do I have to offer the world? All of these different beliefs can pop me back in my head. But I created a tribe. I have um, different people in podcasting worlds that give me tips, encourage me. I have my close friends, my family that give it a shot. Sometimes it'll be great. Sometimes it won't, but you're not going to know until you keep trying. And so having that teamwork, accountability really helps when you're trying to do something new. And then the fifth one, key takeaway really is generosity and kindness. You know, here's this little engine that comes up to all these toys that have been disappointed and rejected over and over by all these big, shiny, fancy engines that did not want to help. And at first, he could have easily been like, who am I to help? I'm this tiny little guy there's a lot of you. What can I do? And so for the willingness of the little engine, despite the hesitations and the limitations that she thought she had, you know, it just shows that it just shows the value of generosity and kindness. It demonstrates what a positive impact helping others in need can be. There are many opportunities of how we can show kindness and generosity as simple as a smile to someone in the grocery store line or 
hi, how are you? How's your day? Speak to the cashier as they're checking you out. Ask them how they're doing. Maybe help bag if they have a super long line. Maybe it's paying for somebody in the Starbucks line. Holding the door for someone that's got their hands full or struggling mom trying to get all of her kids through the door. Maybe on a bigger scale, you're volunteering at a different organization, volunteering at your church. Or if you have the means, financially giving. And all of these opportunities for kindness and generosity also bring us joy that we're helping other people. And it can be life-changing. I sent my son um, over the summer on a mission trip to Honduras. He was going with our church youth group and Water Missions International. So they went down to Honduras and they were going to build wells and latrines for this community that didn't have safe water. And I wanted to send him for many different reasons. A, I thought it was a wonderful opportunity. It would help him have independence, work as a team, a lot of the actually attributes to this book. But this was a 16-year-old boy who's an awesome kid, but has a huge fear of of trying new things, high anxiety. And so at first he was not thrilled about going. Not that he didn't want to help other people, but he was traveling to a third world country without us. And there was all this fear and anxiety. And um, when he came home, you know, he told me about the trip and said it was great. But how I know that it made such a lasting impact of helping other people. He would tell me about these kids that he would play soccer with and these families that he met and how they were so grateful for them helping build these wells and these latrines that months and months later, every now and then, I'll be in the kitchen and he'll be like, Mom, thank you. Thank you for sending me on that trip. It doesn't have to be a large mission trip. It's the simple acts of kindness and being generous. Helping others that are less fortunate than us. Helping others that are having a rough time. Helping others that are sad or lonely. It's just kind of changing your mindset of thinking of others first versus putting ourselves first. And this can lead to a life of purpose and a life of fulfillment. Thank you so much for joining me and listening to my takeaways from one of my favorite children's books, The Little Engine That Could. I hope it filled you with some inspiration, maybe some practical insights, or should I dare say seeds to fuel your personal growth. And remember, just like the little engine that could, you have incredible strength and resilience within you. So embrace the power of positivity, perseverance, and self-belief as you navigate your path towards success and fulfillment. So stay empowered, stay positive, and keep believing in your ability to conquer any mountain that comes your way. I appreciate you spending this time with me. Until next time, keep sowing the seeds of love in your life and those around you.